Welcome to Broker to Broker, brought to you by AIM, the Association of Independent Mortgage Experts. If you haven't listened yet, Broker to Broker dives into the nitty gritty of the mortgage business by interviewing independent brokers and loan originators just like me. Hope you enjoy the show. Today's episode is sponsored by Class Valuation. They are a committed partner to the broker community and are constantly innovating ways to improve your experience, including live appraisal status updates using Fast Track Pro and live turn times by county. Check out your local turn times at fasttrack.classvaluation.com using your appraisal scope username and password to log in. And because Class Valuation is an AIM partner, members can get real-time support through the AIM Escalation Submission Form. Class Valuation works hard to make sure your borrowers make it to the closing table on time. Not connected? Email us at partnerships at aimgroup.com. Welcome back, everyone, to another, another uh, exciting episode that we're going to have here today of the Broker to Broker podcast. I'm Mark Summers. I am the president of AIM. Uh, really excited about this one just for different viewpoints. I love what she talks about with relationships, uh, you know, and, and how she's a big part of the Women's Mortgage Network group. So today I'm going to be interviewing a mortgage broker at Discovered Home Investments, Nikkei Ojo. Nikkei, thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much, Mark. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, no, we're really excited to have you. I know you've been a, a big supporter of AIM. And first off, I can't thank you enough for that. And, uh, you know, I really I really think that uh, whoever's listening today, hopefully it's a lot, as always. But, uh, you know, I think they're really going to like your, your viewpoints on things. So why don't you just kick us off and get started here, Nikkei? How, how did you get into the business? What's your background? Um, I'm actually from Nigeria. And... Uh, I started work as a deputy clerk at the Harris County Tax Office. And my husband uh, has been a realtor for about 20 years now. And so back then he would have a whole bunch of files and he would take these files to um, his loan originator, I mean a loan officer back then. And most times he would not be able to get an update on his files. Um, most times when he calls the office to ask about his his files, nobody is available to give him an answer. And so he was so frustrated about those deals. And so I just asked him one day, I was like, what does it take to get a loan officer license? And he said, just have to take a class. I said, is that all? So that was what I did. And back then it was eight hour class. So I went to Champions School of Real Estate here and then um, took the eight hour class. And that was how I started. I didn't have any mentorship. There wasn't any brokers that better. There wasn't any WMN support. I just learned everything on my own, failed a couple of times, but kept on going. And uh, and that's well, it's been about 19 years now that um, we've been doing this together. Now, initially I started as a part-time and then when I saw that we got so busy and then he couldn't even keep up with um, the tons of business that we were having back then. And so I just decided to quit my job and join him full time. Oh, so when did, when did you do the full time? When did you, when did you make that jump? Cause that's a big In jump. 2003. 2003. 2003. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. So how did you, I got to ask you, because I, I mean, without any mentors and without the brokers are better and all this, how did you navigate through all of that? So uh, back then I had, um, um, lenders like Option One, Decision One, and Long Beach Mortgage. So the account executives will actually come into the office and they were so helpful. As a matter of fact, 
I'm still friends with those account executives as of today, even though they are no longer in the mortgage business, but we still keep in touch, we still talk. They still refer clients to me. So then, I mean, they, they knew that I was so passionate about um, helping clients. So they would actually help me and we go through, I, I got so many loans denied because I didn't even know what I was doing. <laughs> and then, but most of the time, you know, when I call on the AE, they, they were pretty, uh, good about helping me back then. So that was how I just navigate through the process. I'll read the conditions. If I don't understand, I'll ask questions. And that was just how I, I, I made it. Wow. That's, wow. that's great. I mean, and, and you've been through, so if you started like full-time in 2003, you've been through all the changes, the GFE, yes. the compensation, all of that. Yeah. I mean, so you're, so you're, you're definitely seasoned. <laughs> you're a seasoned uh, vet when it, when it comes to this. Thank you. Yeah, well, good for you. Okay, so obviously, I, I love the way that you got started in this business because it was more or less like talking about relationships, right? Like, because your your husband at the time couldn't get updates. So I think you recognized right away, probably that, okay, as long as I communicate and create relationships, this is going to be pretty good. So tell me, tell me about your philosophy with relationships. So that's probably the main philosophy of your business, isn't it? Right, it is. And Personally, I love to create relationships. I love to create and maintain relationships. Um, I love to celebrate people. And um, so one of the things that when a client comes to us is I wanna know who they are. I wanna know what they expect from me. And I also let them know that, you know what? Whenever you have a need or you have a question, every question it's valid. I don't want you to think that whatever question that you have in mind, oh, I don't want to ask her because um, she's probably going to think I'm dumb or anything like that. So that is not that is not my way of doing business. So I always encourage the clients to always reach back out. And then so whenever we're available or whenever I see those questions come in, I always answer the questions. So the clients they are wild because most of them are coming from the retail channel when when they send out emails, nobody responds to their emails or when they place calls, nobody responds to their calls. But then when they come to this community, it's a little bit different because every call we answer, every email we answer. And so that brings a whole bunch of connection between myself and, and the borrower. Now, I have a uh, philosophy that I actually adapted that from UWM. Uh, every call or every email must be answered within three hours. So the client knows that whenever they reach out to us, that we are going to call them back within three hours. And so, I mean, you know, the last couple of months has been really crazily busy, but sometimes we may exceed that three hour um, time frame. I'm not going to lie, but then each time we reach back out to them, um, we apologize and say, okay, you know what? This is the reason why we couldn't reach back to you within our three hour uh, window, but here's the solution to the problem. And because we're able to offer solution to the issue or to the challenges, the clients are happy and they continue to refer clients to us. And that's how we just continue to build a relationship. Not only that, most of my clients, I'm friends with them uh, on Facebook or on Instagram. So when I see that, um, maybe they have a celebration or maybe their children or they have birthdays or whatever. I always reach out to them and celebrate them. And, and that makes them a lot, lot happier. 
Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, you're, you're connecting with them. I mean, this is, as I've always said, this is, you know, arguably for probably more than 98% of the people in the world, this will be their biggest transaction, you know, that, that, that they ever make. So to have a human, a true human mm -hmm. on the other side that cares about them, it makes everything and, and the transaction, the, the, just the whole process go a lot smoother. Right. Right. So are you the one keeping in contact, you know, throughout the entire process? Are you the one keeping in contact uh, with the consumer or do you have assistants that also help that? I have, I have two assistants and now I just hired a third assistant. So we uh, keep in contact. So from when the client completes their online application, um, I have an assistant that will reach out to them and help them uh, collect all of their documentation, make sure everything is in place. And once all of that is completed, then I'll reach out to them and confirm, I mean, introduce myself. Most of the clients, I get them on social media. And um, so I reach out to them and uh, tell them who I am and who will be working with them. So throughout the process, it's just a combination of myself and my assistants that will reach out to the buyers. And that's perfect because for the mere fact of, you know, some of these people may connect and there's nothing wrong with this, but some, some of these people may connect better with one of your assistants and there's nothing wrong right. with that. It's whatever oh, they yeah. feel comfortable with. Right, right, right. Okay. So now is your, is your business mainly referral business? Right. I would say 95% of my business is referral. So if it's referral based, creating relationships is it's probably a little bit easier there because there's a, you know, there's not that barrier anymore. Right. 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 And, um, referral from realtor partners, referral from some builders, uh, referral from social media. I'm pretty big on Instagram. And so I get a lot of referrals from there. And, uh, so that that's why it's so easy for me to connect because when I post on social media, I'm pretty transparent and so they know who I am and most times the clients are already they already know who I am and they just want to connect with me so and and that's just how you know we've been building our relationship with these borrowers especially those that I don't even know I've had a client that would follow me from I have a closing today actually and she started following me when she was in Maryland and then when she moved into Houston, I mean, actually to Dallas, and she just reached out to me that I'm in Dallas and I need you to help me to get a loan. And today we're closing on their loan. So those kind of stories makes me so happy and, and makes me want to even do more and connect more with these borrowers. Absolutely. And then when you start talking about relationships as well, you know, it, they're not just numbers anymore. You get to know these people. And I hate to say this, you just care a little bit more about their file. You care a little bit more about their loan, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and, and that's, as I've always said, I think that's going to be the thing that separates brokers from everyone else from, from here. Exactly. On out. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And, and they know that they can always reach out to you anytime. I was just sharing with Julian that I have a saying that um, I don't work nine to five. I work from start to finish. So it doesn't matter how long it's gonna take us to get you done, but we're just gonna get it done. I'm not gonna shut my door at five. I've had clients that wanna come into my office at eight o'clock. Of course, yes, if I'm here, my, my office will be open for you to come in. I have clients that wanna meet on Saturday. My office is open on Saturday. Now I try to take Sunday off, but sometimes I just can't. So if I need to meet up with a client, I'll meet up with a client. Retail bank is not gonna do that for them. Right. 
But I love that saying. See, this is what this is what I love about these broker to brokers. Is I always get these little sayings uh, from from someone like my peers. You know what I mean? And I love mm-hmm. that. I don't work nine to five. I don't work eight to six. I work start to finish. I, I've never heard that, and I love that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now you've talked about how you've had files denied before, right? How do you handle that? So obviously with the relationship, they're not just a number. You're going to do, you're going to, you're going to flip over every rock possible to make sure that, that you get a file in. So how, how do you get clients approved that were maybe denied somewhere else? Okay. So most the one that I really, really love to do is if it's coming from the builder's lender, because you know that they, they deal with a lot of volume. They don't have time for this client. And so once the file is denied and they bring them to me, my first question is, why was your file denied? And sometimes it could be just something as little as insurance. You know, I had a deal that the difference in the DTI was just maybe about $10 a month. And so what we did was to shop around for insurance for this client and were able to lower the premium and lower their monthly payment and was able to get these clients closed. This is something that, you know, the builder will have done. So for us, we listen to the client, we listen to their story. And for me, I personally believe that um, whenever you're sending a loan to an underwriter, you, you should tell a story about that file because you know that clients, you know that file more than the underwriter. So you tell a story. Sometimes I write notes, I, 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 I write, um, I do a write-up and I include that with my files when I submit to the to the underwriter to make a case for that client. And so I've had a huge success with, with all of that. Just restructuring the loan, that's all it takes. And that's all it takes uh, with experience. Most of these people that are working at um, the retail banks or at the builder's lender, they don't have that experience that we have. They don't know how to structure loans but we do know how to structure loans. We do know how to make things happen. And so that's how I'm able to get these files closed. And um, and I get repeat clients from there, especially from the builders. Once they know that, oh, if I send that loan to Discover Homes, we're gonna get it done. If I can't get it done, I'll tell them up front, okay, I don't think we can make this happen. But if it's something that I can get done, they'll know we're gonna get it done and we're gonna get it done quick. Right. No, absolutely. And being upfront with them about it is, is key. Don't string them along, whether it's the builder or the buyer, don't string them along. Right. Um, sometimes I let my clients know right up front. I'm like, Hey, listen, I might be putting you through hell here for the next couple months, but mm-hmm. I'm confident we can get this done and they, and they react better to it. So no, right. I mean, that, that communication and creating that relationship is why it's so key. That's why I wanted to bring up the denied files. Right. Right. It's, it's, and then, you know, I've, I've gotten so many, um, refers from from the special like i said especially from the builder um most times um even the realtors you know the the other realtor the the um the buyer realtor when they see that this loan was denied by xyz mortgage company and then they've totally lost hope and then i just call them and say hey we're closing this file tomorrow and he'll be like what we're closing I thought this file was denied. No, I got this file referred to me by the salesperson. And so we've, we've been able to make it happen. And so this file will be closing tomorrow. So based on that, the realtor partner now makes me his preferred lender. So when they have clients, they refer those clients to me. That's perfect. That's absolutely perfect. All right. So now if we're going to stay in the topic of these relationships, 
because I love hearing about this because uh, some of us do such a phenomenal job of it, especially in this crazy world right now where technology is sending out automated, you know, mail and emails to, to clients, our clients. Uh, how do you say top of mind with clients? Um, well, all thanks to the Brokers a Better group, I was able to find out about CRM. You know, I, I didn't know anything about CRM before. So I stand up with Shape. And so Shape sends out uh, automated messages to clients. We also send, um, you know, updates. If the loan is in process, you know, we send, we send updates. And once the loan closes, also we send updates, birthday messages. Um, I also signed up with Ogvo, uh, and so once we close, we you know we we go over with the review, and then we also send birthday messages, we send um, anniversary messages, and then when rates are, are lower, we we keep up with the uh, the CRM. Yeah, that's uh, it, it's it seems like a full time job almost, but once you get into the to the routine of it, it's actually really easy, and it's it's going to pay off 10, 10 times more than you not doing anything. It's actually worth the money spent on it. It's it's worth every penny. I mean, um, like the Ogbo, I wasn't getting reviews like I would normally get because the clients would. It's not because they don't want to do it. It's just sometimes they're just too lazy to do it. But with with that Ogbo platform, they'll keep sending text messages to them until it is completed. And so now I have, you know, quite a few reviews on Google. And most times, you know, clients will actually go online to search for you before they'll even do business with you. Um, Sometimes when I want to hire, some employees will tell me, we actually went on Google to, to look at your reviews before applying for a job. So those kind of things are really, really part of my business that I really appreciate so much. And I appreciate the Brokers a Better community for bringing that up. I mean, I mean, for giving us the opportunity to use that service. Yeah, no, that 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 vendor network that we have, I think, is is amazing. Um, it, it it can really elevate your uh, your 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 business right off the right off the bat. And and mm -hmm. and the reason why I've been stressing so much about CRMs and whether you do use a CRM, some people don't, and some people are really successful. But you got to stay in front of your clients because there are so many lenders out there now that are mm -hmm. just gunning for our clients, um, just looking just just to prey on them. So it's really yeah. that we stay we stay top of mind with them at all times. And obviously, Nikkei, you're doing a great job with that. Thank you. <laughs> okay. So you've brought up builders. Now, this sometimes this is a sort a sort of contention for some brokers just because of the way some builders in certain areas do certain things by giving discounts and whatnot. But how did you build relationships with builders? Because that's a that's a hard door to get through. So how did you build these relationships? So I had a particular builder. Um, my, my, I had this particular client that um, my husband um, had taken to the builder. And this, this was a client that I actually worked on to help build the credit. And so when he went to the uh, to builder's office and then we're about to write a contract and this salesperson was actually trying to take this client to the mortgage company. And so my husband called and said, hey, this lady is about to take your client to their lender. So I was like, there's no way that's going to be possible. So I called her and I told her who I was. And I told her, there's no way you're going to um, stir my client to your mortgage company. And I gave her reasons why she shouldn't. And, and I told her that if you are going to move my client, 
I am going to move that client to another builder because you are not the only builder out there. So, so she was like, okay, 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 I'm not going to move your client. And so we wrote that contract and we closed sooner than the closing date. And so that's one of the, the builder that's actually been referring quite a bit of clients to me. As a matter of fact, um, she's actually working with their um, the head office to see if they can add me as one of their preferred lenders. I'm still praying for that to happen. I don't know how long that's going to take, but um, they refer a lot of clients to me. And that's not the only one. I have, and the thing about it is being consistent in what we do. Once they know that whenever this file comes to you, one, you're going to take great, great care of the client, they would always refer that client back to you. Um, of course, you know, they'll try with their mortgage company first. And if the mortgage company couldn't make it happen, they'll send it back. And most times um, they'll tell us that, oh, well, we're not going to be able to give um, incentive to the buyer if they go with your, your lender. That's fine. But what happens is we're able to give them even a much lower interest rate. And then if it's a client that needs assistance in closing, we're able to give them a rebate from, you know, the lenders, the rate that we're going to offer, offer them the rebate from the credit uh, when, we, when we offer them the rate. And so it's just a win-win situation for everybody. The buyers are happy. The seller is happy. I'm happy because I've got another client closed. And so that's just how I, I started to build that relationship. And it's working really, really well for me. Well, yeah, it oh, sounds yeah. like it. Um, yeah, not a lot of people get builders, and and your I think I think your the, the key point I took out of that is that you were consistent the entire time. Right, right, right. Yeah. Be, being confident. Once you, so the thing about it is, once they know that you're confident about what you do, and again, you're being consistent, they're not going to mess with you. Uh, I mean, some of them will, but most of the time, and. Also, what I also do different, um, when the fight closes, I, I put a sign in front of the client's properties, a welcome home sign. So I have, um, I have a lady here that does this uh, yard signs. Mm -hmm. And so I made a deal with her that anytime I close a deal, you'll go right before closing, right before closing or right before the final walk. And there's a sign right in front of their house saying welcome home. And I also personalize those signs. So if I know if they're a healthcare worker or a truck driver or someone that is a chef or whatever it is that they do for a living, um, I'll make sure that it's personalized to them. And I mean, you should see the expression on their faces when they get to their home and they see the sign. So the builders are happy because nobody's doing that for their clients. Right. That's a great idea. I love that idea. Yeah, I do that all the time. We, we place a sign in front of their home. So by the time they get home, it, they see the sign, welcome home. Phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. All right. So I'm going to touch base on one more thing about relationships, because this is this is really important to me as well, because, you know, we're the ones engraved into our communities. We're not numbers. But how do you support your local community? Um, so last year, actually, we had just moved from uh, another office location where we purchased our own office condo. And so last year during the pandemic, we actually did a food drive for about 206 families. Oh, wow. And um, it was quite a lot of people that showed up because we didn't realize um, there was such a huge need in the in the community. And so 
when we did that, then I discussed with my husband that we need to do it again. And so this time around in November, we did for 400 families. And um, so that was a huge honor for us to be able to be a part of the community. Another thing that I love to do is to support other small businesses. Um, I know that businesses are struggling right now. And on Instagram, right now I have about 5,000 followers. And so when I see that, when I see a business in the community, I just go and repost that business, either on my, most of the time I repost them on my story. And what happens is when I repost them, they repost my post. And in a way that's like helping me also, because when, I re when they repost what I posted, that's my name out there. I had a client call me the other time and said, you know, everywhere I go, I see your name out there. Why are you so uh, popular? Why is everybody just talking about you? I just like, I just love to celebrate people and I love to, you know, just share other people's businesses. And so I just realized that helping other people, you're actually helping yourself. And so I just continue to do that, continue to support other small businesses in my area, and then uh, continue to support you know, citizens in my area as well. I know I may not be able to get to everybody, but the ones that I can get to, I definitely, definitely support them. That's awesome. You're you're a master at relationships. I absolutely love it. That's great. All right, so now we're gonna we're gonna change gears here, and and I commend you for everything you do for your community as well. Uh, but one of the ways that we got to know you is through the Women's Mortgage Network. Yes. Okay. So tell me, tell me how that has helped your business. Um, I'm not in it for obvious reasons, <laughs> but, but everyone I speak to just brags about that. Brags about that group all the time. So tell me, tell me, tell me why you like it and tell me how it's helped your business. It's just a bunch of women willing to help each other. Women um, that are willing to grow together. Um, you know, the Brokers Are Better group is great, but I think the Women Mortgage Network is even greater. Okay, fair enough. And, um, you know, we help each other out a lot. Just recently, I got a I got a message from Jackie. Jackie and I are friends on Facebook. We never spoke. I never met her personally, and um, she just sent me a message and said to send her my address. I was wondering why does she need my address? And um, just a week later, I got an envelope in the mail, and it was a gift for my daughter that had just graduated. That meant the whole world to me because this is someone that even though we are friends, we follow each other on Facebook, I like her post, but she doesn't really have any reason to send anything to my daughter. That's the kind of bond that we're building on the Women Mortgage Network. Um, people are always wanting you to succeed. There's no question that you post on that page that is not answered. You see women that are willing to help each other. Women, sometimes someone is having a bad day. They come over there and they post their, their annoyance. They post whatever it is they're going, that's going on with them. Someone is right there, even if you're not there physically. Someone is right there to give them a hug, a, a, a cyber hug. Someone is out there to say some kind words to them. That makes life a lot easier. You know, the, there are so many negativities out there, but we are setting ourselves apart to share positivity. 
we're setting ourselves apart to spread love. That's what that group is all about. It's it's all about growth. It's all about family. You know how they say family is not all about blood. And it is not that group of women. You all watch out for us. We're going to dominate. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. No, I, just like I said, I've heard nothing but great things about it. Um, obviously, our CEO, Katie's in it, and she, she brags about it as well. So, okay, so if you're... It, what what advice would you give or recommend for someone to get the most out of the out of that network? Just continue to be a participant. Um, when there's a question, if you have an answer to that question, just post it. If you have questions, post it. For me, I believe every question is valid. So whatever question that you have in your mind, that means you need answers to those questions. So post it on there. Uh, participate, reach out to other people. If you see someone that's having a bad day, reach out to them. Uh, if you have um, if you have a lead, post it on, just participate, be an active member of the group, not just watching what's going on, just be an active member and you'll see, you'll see the benefit. Um, there's a lot of benefit on that page, on that group. Um, I've, I've, I've recently closed a jumbo loan that was a referral from that group. And I've also posted leads on that group because I do get a lot of leads from my social media posts. And I post it on that group, you know, also for other brokers. So if you are new to the business, just, just be a member. You never, never, never ever going to regret it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let me, let me flip it on you. Let's say you're a long time member. What's, and you're obviously a long time member, really, really deep into it. What advice you want to give? So how do you support uh, new members? Oh, well, so if there's a new member in a community, I know usually we welcome them to the community. And not only that, if they have questions, we encourage them to ask questions because most times, you know, it's very hard, especially for me from where I was coming from. I didn't really have anyone to ask questions. I didn't have anyone to mentor me when I started. So I know what it is. I know, um, I know the challenges. And so if you're a new member, uh, always encourage them to ask questions. Uh, always encourage them to be a participant. Like I said earlier, be a participant, answer questions and ask questions and guideline questions. And there's somebody else that is ready to do that for you. I mean, to answer your questions for you. Yeah, no, and, and, and that's how I feel about the Brokers are, are Better Network, which is, yeah, you have some seasoned vets in there that have been in the business 25 years, have probably been through almost every experience you can, but you're also going to have someone who's brand new who who knows in 10 years they could be that expert, but they just need a little guidance and need a little help. Right. So even if the questions are, are trivial, I'll say, I, I'm more than happy to answer them and on the side and just let them know how to attack this stuff, uh, you know, because it's, it's it's about the community supporting each other. Right, and right, right. That's so like for the women group, we I love I check into that page almost six, ten times a day just to see if there's any question or just to see this. And I learned from that page also, even the questions that other people would post. I learned from that as well. So, and, and you know, we continue to learn. We continue to learn from each other. We continue to learn best practices. We continue to learn, you know, ways to get things done. For me, like, I don't do bank statement loans. If I have bank statement loans, I'll post it on there. Hey, I have bank statement loan. Who is ready to take it? So, it's just it's just a lot of things that you can learn from that page. Just be an active member, and you're gonna love it. But I'm going to add to that a positive active member. A positive, yes. Positive right. active member, yes. 
positive. But, you know, we I just posted something on Facebook right before the holiday, and it's, listen, I mean, we we got it good. You know what I mean? But sometimes we just love to f- focus on those small things that kind of throw us sideways, but it only takes up, you know, less than 1% of our time for the day, but we focus on it so much. I, yeah. So my, my big thing for the rest of the year is just focus on everything that we should be thankful for, everything, you know, of how good we have it compared to a year ago, 10 years ago. I mean, you've, you've been yeah. in the business a long time like myself. I mean, can you imagine some of these lenders doing what they're doing now for us 10 years ago? Mm-hmm. That was unheard yeah. of. So we right, got to think right. Right, right. Yep. All right. So, so Nikkei here, what we're going to do here is, you know, you, you've been great. I love, love your attitude. I love how you talk about relationships. The, I'm, I'm so happy that the Women's Mortgage Network Group is, is, is working out for you, as I know it's, it's working out for, for many people. So to kind of wrap this all up here, the floor is yours, whether you're talking to someone who's experienced, someone who's new in the business, what's the one piece of advice that you would love to give to the community? Just be yourself. Um, find your niche. You obviously cannot service every client. You obviously cannot do every loan in the book. Um, if you get a lead and, and someone is asking for a particular loan product, you don't offer such product, give it out to somebody else. Focus on what you're good at. If you're good at FHA loan, boom, focus on that and be the master. If you're good at conventional loan, focus on that and be the master. Just be yourself, be transparent, be consistent, know your stuff, know your know your product and everyone around you will come down to you. Sometimes you may think, oh, I'm not getting enough business. Trust me, people are watching. And also be visible on social media. I cannot stress that enough. Um, I get a ton of leads from Instagram, my Instagram page. Um, I post, I mean, there's never a day that I don't make a post on social media. Be active on social media. The world we're in today is all about social media. It's all about your online presence. So um, I would suggest make sure that you have that online presence. I mean, online presence. Um, it may not be perfect the first time, it's okay just continue to be consistent in posting just continue and the brokers a better group are helping i love all of the graphics that you guys are posting i personalize and i use them on my page and it helps me a lot that's one less thing for me to do and so just just be consistent uh be transparent and people will will come to you absolutely and i agree with you about the social media aspect of things you know people are scared to put themselves out there but I'm telling you, and I've said this a million times, and, and Nikki, I think you'll agree with me, which is just be yourself, as you said. Yes. Put yourself out there, and people are going to gravitate towards you. I mean, at the end yeah. of the day, it's not going to be everyone. You're not going to make everyone happy. You're not going to like – everyone's not going to like you for your views. But if you're yourself, you'll surround yourself with the right people. Yeah, Absolutely. So. Perfect. Well, Nikkei, hey, listen, I, I got to thank you so much, um, you know, taking time out of your day. I know you're busy. I'm taking the, I don't work nine to five. I work start to finish. I'm using that <laughs> one today. I'm telling you that much right now. So I just want to thank you for uh, sharing your insights with us today. Thank you so much for having me. It is such a huge honor. I do not take it for granted. Thank you so much. No, perfect. And we appreciate you. So brokers, if you want to get caught up in all of our past podcast episodes, please head over to aimgroup.com backslash broker to broker. You can also listen to all the broker broker podcast episodes on iTunes, Spotify, Google podcasts, and wherever else you can download uh, podcasts. So do me a favor, please subscribe to it. Please rate our podcast and leave a review. It helps us get the word out there and spreads the words that 
brokers are better. So, DK, once again, thank you again so much uh, to the broker community out there. Thanks for joining us. We're going to bring on more great people like Nikkei here, and we're going to continue to try to put out as much good content as we can, and we'll see you on the next episode. Thank you so much. Join our Brokers Are Better Facebook group. Be a part of the Brokers Are Better movement by joining the exclusive group for A members and independent mortgage brokers to share best practices, network, and help our community grow. Head over to Facebook and search for Brokers Are Better, select the group, and click to join.